Before we start, I really want to say thank you guys so much for the love on the first episode. I was so nervous. (laughs) I was so nervous because I feel like there's just an element of a vulnerability. Like you kind of feel very stripped when you're talking in a mic. And I mean, it's to no one's fault but my own. I mean, I'm doing this. But it's really nice to hear feedback of other people feeling a very similar way to me. When I speak on the internet about anything, I always expect other people to disagree. And to be honest with you, I welcome it. So if at any point where I strike a conversation in your mind and you think from a different perspective, share it with me. I'd really like to know. I actually am very curious to hear what you guys have to say. And that's why I'm so excited for today's episode. You know, with It's All Perspective, I definitely want to talk about a lot of my personal take on design trends, maybe some design tips. But I feel like there is an element of responsibility that I have in myself, or I feel like I hold myself to to really share the beginning phase. I feel like I owe that to you. There was always one question when I first started that freaked the hell out of me. It actually scared me shitless. For a lot of the time, or maybe it was the way I received it, but it kind of came with its own sort of condescending, doubtful tone. The big word I've always dreaded actually starts with an E. The question is, do you have experience? Freaked me the heck out. I was like, I don't know. (laughs) You know, it's almost like you kind of put yourself out there in a situation because you believe in yourself and you believe in your abilities. And I feel like that question put me on defense mode a lot of the time. But the thing is, there was no reason for it because I was very well equipped with the knowledge that I needed to pursue said scope of work. And I feel like that's in any job. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So there are some questions that are questions. And then there are questions that are leaning questions. And I would say that the question, do you have experience, is a leaning question. Because it's not, it's speaking in the tone that we're hopeful that this person has experience. You know what I mean? But the thing is, like, when you go into a job interview for anything, and you want something so bad, I don't know, maybe you want to be president of school council, or you want a leadership position at your work, a part of it really puts you on edge, because there's an element to the question that kind of makes you go in fight or flight mode. You know what I mean? Like, it makes you feel like you need to answer the way they want you to. Fair enough question, but there's naturally hierarchy in this conversation, because one person has something that the other one wants. You almost feel the need to tell them what they want to hear. And I know you're probably thinking, Taylor, this is slanted. You're speaking from one side. Well, maybe so. But I'm going to do my darn best to speak from my experience, but also from what I've learned, maybe from the perspective of the interviewer, because I've had a bit of experience in that too. Do I have everything figured out? No. Who does? You know what I mean? We're all kind of just getting 
a grip on life and sharing what we think. And maybe you can relate to a bit of it. I feel like there's an element to this question that kind of puts people on defense. If you ask a pro on anything, do you have experience? There's a chance that that person can get defensive, right? I really feel like it's just the question. I feel like this topic is a really big one to unpack. I'm going to start off with a story. We are starting in a very beautiful spring day where a little girl walks in to a stunning workspace. She's read the reviews of this company online. She enters the doors of this clean glass building. Well, I mean, like it's not, yeah, it's a building, but it's like kind of like a part. And it's like, you know how it's kind of sections off on the street. Anyways, she shakes the hand and is greeted by the employer. They welcome her into this room where they ask, would you like some water? She replies with yes. <laughs> they sit down, they have some small talk. And then there was this one question that just threw her off her rocker. They asked, what is your experience? That question sent panic waves through that little girl's body. Her brain and brain cells are punching each other in the face to try to find little crumbs of experience. She moves on to say, she just finished school, but she's helped pick furniture in some of her family homes. This was a kitchen millwork company. And this girl is me. <laughs> and needless to say, I didn't get the job, okay? <laughs> I'm going to continue. I'm sorry. This is so funny. <laughs> I mean, you can't blame a girl for trying, right? But let's go back to that interview. And it goes without saying, I've heard that question many, many times after that. Even just with having people be interested in seeing how I can help them. So I do want to say there, this question is not a bad question. This question kind of needs to be asked, you know what I mean? But I do really want to debunk a lot of sort of the inner dialogue because I feel like that question has the ability to send people into a downward spiral of doubt, you know? I felt hella exposed. So exposed. I felt like someone just cut me open because it was the one question that I didn't want to ask. I was like, please, I can, I can speak really well. I am very creative. I'm a really great team player. I, and I was just ready to just unload. I did wedding planning. I did, uh, 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 you know, like, yeah, <laughs> go me. And just right off the bat, it was just like, <sighs> can you tell that this still kind of hits me where it hurts a little bit? Like my ego. This question can really make us feel exposed. And because it's leaning, it can make us feel like we need to answer the way the interviewer wants us to answer you know as humans we don't like to disappoint anyone we don't like to feel like we've wasted anyone's time so I want to say just right off the bat because if I have any new designers any interior designers that would like to start their own thing 
I always, always vouch for telling the truth. It hurts, especially when you see people's faces kind of just like, ah, and you just see the like the disinterest, that light in their eyes from when they first saw you kind of dissipates. That's not a fun feeling. But the thing is, when we tell the truth about our abilities, we set our expectations and we respect ourselves. Another thing I want to be mindful of is as service providers, it is our responsibility to be fully equipped with the knowledge it takes to help somebody else. It is our responsibility to not bite off more than we can chew and to be able to say that we need help when we need help. That first and foremost is so important. So I just want to say that. I really want to debunk the concept of experience because it seems to hold a lot of power in a lot of different work setting, right? In a lot of ways, people prefer the experience over maybe other skills like leadership, maybe communication, maybe problem solving. But where do we kind of like get that meaty part? Where do we like hit in the middle? So I figured we can kind of go over like the pros and cons of hiring someone that doesn't have experience. I feel like the best way to debunk this is for us to kind of live in the shoes of the interviewer. So I want you to close your eyes with me. If you're driving, please don't, uh, for obvious reasons. I want you to picture yourself as the employer. You are speaking with someone that you're interested in hiring or working with, and you ask, do you have any experience? And that person says no. So as the interviewer, I would personally ask a little more about said person instead of just having the big takeaway being that they don't have any experience. But at this point in the conversation, let's kind of go through the pros and cons. Let's go through the cons of saying yes to hiring a worker that doesn't have experience. Naturally, the first point is you could potentially have a lack of trust in their abilities. You're probably feeling, okay, I need to tread lightly. I don't know what this person is capable of doing, but they have a great spirit, you know? When we hire professionals for help, a part of us wants to be led. You know what I mean? A part of us wants like that independence. So I feel like that could be a con because if you're an employer that is looking for someone to lead you, but you need to end up doing most of the leading, there could be an element of going through the maze a little blindfolded. You know, you just don't know what they'll be able to do for you. And I think that's fair. The second point is by someone having a lack of experience, I would say is you just don't know their style. I feel like that goes without saying. If somebody doesn't have projects to put forward and show you or work that they've done previously, it's kind of hard to know what they're able to do, right? You're kind of left with what they tell you. See, I feel like a lot of this is, yes, we know this, Taylor, right? If someone says, I do not have experience, naturally, you just, you don't really know what to expect. There's um, an element of surprise that a lot of people are uncomfortable with. And that's kind of what I want to lean into because it is what it is. The third point is that there's a chance that they're learning on the job, maybe a lack of understanding and processes, or maybe the very basic equations. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm speaking very umbrella term, like maybe those basic equations are something that that person has yet to learn, right? Maybe another con is that they could not be 
what you're looking for. They could just not be a good fit. So we have those three cons. The cons that I'm not going to say cons as in like, oh, it's bad to hire someone with no experience because we're going to get to that. I'm saying that these are cons that potential employers could see if they were to hire somebody that says they have no experience. Feel me? So we got that out of the way. But I feel like there's such a middle piece that that could be missed if we were to judge somebody based on if they've had experience or not. Because looking back on it hindsight, I feel like at that point, a wall went up and I was deemed as somebody who doesn't have the skills to succeed because there weren't many questions that followed up after it. Listen, I'm not here to be bitter, okay? I actually think this story is really funny. And when I was going through it, I found it to be very humbling because I feel like in being told no, I realized the questions that I wish my employer at the time had followed up on because I have other skills that I felt weren't able to be displayed. So I would say that is a huge middle piece. Quite often, there's a lack of follow-up from that. I feel like a big part of the reason some people feel so much pressure when they're asked if they have experience and they have none is because... There's a belief that the interview will be over. You know what I mean? Like there's a belief that there will be no follow-up questions. That will be it. You know? And sometimes it is like that. Anyways, what are the pros to saying yes to someone that doesn't have experience? For one, these people will work tirelessly for you and they will prioritize you. Of course, I feel like this is personality type, but... I feel like there's a different fire in you when you don't have experience and you're looking for a job that makes you excited. It challenges you. I would definitely follow up with questions regarding like why they want a project, but to those people who get excited about the job and you can see it. I was so excited about the job. It was so much more than just a paycheck to me. It was something that I was passionate about. Design and being creative is something that I'm so passionate about. And I've been told when I was younger that it was a career that couldn't pay the bills. And I was determined to be in a job that allowed for me to help others with my creative abilities. And so that is one point. A story that I have is actually not something that I do anymore because it's actually quite toxic of me. But at one point, I was so into my job that I actually answered emails at like 11 or 12 at night. I had zero boundaries. Not that I'm encouraging this sort of like toxic work habit I had going on at the time because boundaries definitely needed to be drawn for me. But I'm just saying, sometimes I can see employers not loving the work ethic, but to someone that loves their job so much and is passionate and has that fire, it's irreplaceable. It's actually very extraordinary. You know, like there's just something about a worker that just will not cut corners and they'll make sure they're as like by the book as they can be. You know, sometimes when you know the lay of the land, maybe sometimes people who are experienced tend to cut corners in a way because they know what they can and can't get away with. For example, you're baking and the recipe calls for sugar. And you don't have sugar. You're fresh out. You use the last bit of sugar in your coffee that morning. 
but you're like, oh, no problem. No problem, chef. I have honey. It's the same thing. Meanwhile, you might be working in a restaurant or something. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I actually am just making this up. But you know what I mean, right? There's just something about a really strong, passionate, bright work ethic. And I'm not saying that that doesn't come from people that do have experience. I'm not here to antagonize anyone. But I feel like there's something to be said about someone who's excited and puts themselves out there and hasn't been given a shot. Another point to saying yes to somebody who does not have experience is that they might be very receptive to feedback and growth. You know, when you're new to the game, there's a hunger, but you kind of just want to collect every nugget of information that crosses your path. You're kind of like the mice in Cinderella when Cinderella throws the corn. Anyways, I'm talking about like the 90s version or whenever that came out. I think I aged myself just now. So I think that that is something that's really good. It's good to be receptive to feedback. And I feel like another pro is there's so much talent that has yet to be seen. And it's kind of like that, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? What comes first, the job or the experience? But by saying yes to someone that puts themselves out there, you could be that turning point for them. Of course, I need to say this. The job needs to be a good fit, right? It needs to be the right one. By right one, I'm not saying that I want no schooling, education, or experience doing open heart surgery on me, right? Like there's there's a time and place and I wanna make that very clear, right? <laughs> but you get to be that key to them. And doesn't that feel good? Like you get to give back to someone that's inspired and wants to do good. So we got in, in the mindset of the interviewer, but now let's look to the person that has no experience. When I look back on my time sitting in that chair and feeling like I've let down the person in front of me, I knew that I had more to give. But unfortunately, at the time, I wasn't given the opportunity to share. But if you currently don't have experience and you are in that same position as me, I encourage you to look inward on what you can control. Don't let other people's energy affect yours because you know what you're capable of doing. We can't control if somebody doesn't believe in us because an actual fact is we can't expect anyone else to believe in us. We're in this chair to prove ourselves, right? We can only control what we say. So I'm going to give you a little nugget that I would, you know, if I could, have given my younger self in that exact situation. And here's what I would say. At the moment, I don't have experience in X job. However, I do have a lot of other skill sets that could really help me thrive in this setting. And then you list your life away. Of course, I encourage it to be true. It should be true. But, you know, I am tenacious. I'm diligent. I'm organized. And just this is why I am these things. And I feel like in doing so, you're able to put yourself in a different light because there's a confidence about that. Like everyone starts from somewhere. And I feel like by owning where you are at this time, and then you're still able to see within you your strengths and your weaknesses, 
I feel like that's a great, that's a great side of you to show. And you know what? I feel like at that point, it becomes very conversational because then you can pull from your family and your friends and the time that you almost got hit by a bike. Those e-bikes, man. Oh my gosh, I'm stressed. But you can talk about just life. I feel like something that is also overlooked in this interview setting is for both sides, maybe, is do you like this person that's sitting in front of you? You know what I mean? Do you have similar values? I feel like it's important to have a mutual respect for one another because when that exists, patience tends to exist on both ends, you know? And in work, there's always something that comes up. I don't care where you are. There's always problems that just need to be solved. And when you just get along, that just makes it so much easier. I think that work chemistry is arguably more important than experience. Because here's the thing, you're going to spend a lot of time with this person. So I think it's important to like each other. By making this interview more conversational, I feel both sides are able to make that judgment call for themselves. And I feel like what's kind of great is that everyone has their own strengths too. I think it's really important to always be in a mindset of being receptive to growth and What I love about the people that I get to work with now is we all have different experiences, you know, and it's just life experiences. I feel like that is so important because I don't know, maybe this is a little if this might be a little too spiritual for some of you, in which case ignore me. But I feel like going through life and overcoming hurdles teaches you so much about yourself. That's not something to be taken lightly. Traveling, sports, hobbies, passions. Sorry, my stomach's growling. I'm really hungry. So I feel like what we were able to unpack today together is that I feel like experience isn't everything. It really is just that tip of the iceberg. Everyone has different strengths. And really, there's just more to it. Humans are so multifaceted beings. And I feel like it's important to explore that. I feel like society for a long time has branded anyone who's new as inadequate. Sometimes someone's mindset could go, no experience, inadequate. And unfortunately, that's a lot of the students and interns. And they're kind of pushed off to the side and and seen as possibly less of a priority to work with. And I feel like, you know, we've all kind of been there at some point. So yeah, I think that that was interesting. To those of you who are just starting out, I get it. It's painful. Sometimes you're kind of left to really be the only person that supports you. And I feel like a large part of that is that only you know how bad you want it. But I feel like even though it can get really dark sometimes and because you haven't had the opportunity to prove to others or yourself yet that you can do it, you can experience a lot of doubt because you're hungry for that, that time to challenge yourself. And I remember feeling like I was so excited for this to end. I was so excited for this era to be done and for me to just have my, those jobs and just know what I'm doing. But the thing is, 
I encourage you to really try and appreciate where you are now because it's such a blip of time. It feels so long now where we are and it tends to feel like it's taking forever, forever, you know? It's like, gosh, I've been doing this for so long and it's like, what am I even doing? But it's in the grand scheme of things, it's such a short time period and it's short-lived and it's, it's finite. There's something so humbling about it because you're able to learn and you are able to experience that pain of wanting something so bad that it hurts and you hurt your own feelings because you want it bad and you're disappointed in yourself. That is all of what makes us human and it just makes those wins so much sweeter, you know? So try to be gentle with yourself because you're doing so amazing. There's so much beauty in the unknown, but just take those small steps forward. You'll be able to climb that mountain. <laughs> and that's all I have. We are ending episode two. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. I have so much fun. Two episodes in and I feel like we get each other, you know? And I appreciate this so much. Let me know what you think about experience. DM me your thoughts. My Instagram is at Taylorico Design. I'd love to hear if you agree or disagree. If you're looking for design help, reach out at TaylorricoDesign.com. I would love to help you. If you like this episode, new episodes of It's All Perspective every Monday. And that's all. Thank you so much for being here. I love you. I appreciate you. Have a lovely rest of your day wherever you are. And I'll talk to you soon. Okay? Take care now. Bye.